This is the Third Act Podcast, shining a spotlight on individuals, charities, and small business owners suffering from illness, economic shutdown, or lack of support and funding. Meaningful conversations that generate compassion and financial support from listeners compelled to join us on this journey to improve the lives of others. I'm gonna dance with the stranger. I'm gonna enjoy your show. I'm gonna learn to forgive and really let it go. And most of all, I wanna shine a light on good and look to give back. And that's what I'll do with my third, third act. And now your host, Roger Steed. To the third podcast recorded on Veterans Day 11 11 2022. First, our collective thank you to all our veterans on this important day. We salute your service and realize many of the great benefits we enjoy in our country are because of your service. Today, I am privileged to share the podcast with two key executives from Share Detroit. Share Detroit is a technology platform that allows charities to post their sites, raise funds, solicit volunteers, and communicate with anyone on their on the Share Detroit website. It is a terrific endeavor that Detroit needs, as well as other major cities in our country. With me today are Jeanette Phillips, Executive Director, and Carly Moore, Director of Community Impact. I have been working with Share Detroit for over a year to support and help spread the word about this great asset that is helping small and mid-sized charities get their message out and help them raise awareness about their mission and how anyone interested can immediately get in touch and establish a relationship with a charity that you believe in that is important to you and our community. Today, I have asked Jeanette, and Carly to share more about Share Detroit and inform our audience of many of the great things that they are doing, and very importantly, provide a platform to discuss Giving Tuesday, which is coming up on November 29th. As I welcome Jeanette and Carly to our community, I will ask Jeanette to provide an update, and then Carly can provide some details about their Giving Tuesday initiative. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for coming on the podcast today. Hi, Roger. Thanks for having us. Hi, Roger. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you both. Jeanette, let's start the conversation. Please provide an update about Share Detroit and some of the highlights of your team thus far in 2022. Okay. Thank you. I want to, I'm going to go back to 2021 just as an overview, but we launched the platform when COVID was still pretty serious and I don't even know if vaccines were out yet in February of 2021 with about 20 to 25 nonprofits. And we grew really quickly thanks to a lot of hard work from Carly and others. And so last year on Giving Tuesday, we had about 150 to 175 nonprofits on the platform. We were thrilled with that because, again, we launched, we had a very cold start, right? And we were up to almost 200 by by Giving Tuesday. In 2021, our Share Detroit's focus was just adding nonprofits to the platform, explaining to them what the benefits are 
for them to be on the platform, receiving donations, finding volunteers, promoting their events, and getting people to purchase off of Amazon wish lists as needed for those who have Amazon wish lists. This year, 2022, what we've really been focused on is community awareness. If you think we're, sh- we're internally focused on adding nonprofits in 2021, and in 2022, we're being more externally focused to ensure that the community understands who Share Detroit is, what we do and why we do it, and then come and support. Right now, we have 320 nonprofits on the platform. So we've, we've really come a long way in a little over a year and a half from 20 to 320. And in 2023, obviously, we look forward to both expanding our community awareness and continuing to add nonprofits to the platform. That is getting easier and easier because word of mouth is spreading within the nonprofit community. So that's a simple background. We had some success in Giving Tuesday through Share Detroit, but the thing I guess I want to point out is that the Detroit metro area is very generous on Giving Tuesday, and we are the official organization that is linked in with the national and international now Giving Tuesday organization. So they did tracking on Giving Tuesday gifts in Metro Detroit in 2021, and it was about $7 million. So this year, we're just hoping to at least match that amount and maybe expand it, whether a donor gives directly to the nonprofit or comes through Share Detroit and donates that way. We don't really care. We want people to give on Giving Tuesday, which again is the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. It's the standing moment. So we're just trying to do our part. Share Detroit's trying to do its part to really promote Giving Tuesday to the world and allowing people to do research and investigate nonprofits that might speak to them based on their values and their interests. Absolutely. Let's talk a little bit about your communication that I see through your emails and your hard work, but some of the work you're doing to bring in new corporate sponsors, Mm -hmm. as well as new charities that you're bringing in. I know the number count is up, but talk about some of your successes that come to mind on that regard, please. Okay. So I'll, I'll talk about the corporate side and kind of these big, larger organization initiatives. And then Carly is the person that's on the ground with the nonprofits. So I'll Right. We'll talk for a minute too. But we have formal partnership arrangements with Wayne State University. Wayne State University has our logo with the hot link to our website in their intranet or their website for students to use to research and volunteer, give community service hours to area nonprofits. So we have a really tight connection with Wayne State University. And last year, they colleges and high schools have spring break in typically in March. We supported and directed what they call alternative spring break. So for kids who don't want to go down to the Bahamas or Florida and go crazy, they want to give back during that week. We, Charity Trite, connected about 60 students with, I think, about 10 nonprofits, and they did group volunteer initiatives every day of the week, starting, I think, on Saturday. Maybe it was Sunday, but six or seven days of 
volunteer support, and we had different organizations talk to the students about why volunteering is so important, including DTE Energy, who was very strong and philanthropic to the nonprofit community. So Wayne State University is a strong supporter and partner with us. And just recently, in the last couple of weeks, we are officially partnering with, it's called Stellantis, but for people that maybe are listening that aren't part of Detroit, it used to be called Chrysler, it used to be called FCA, now it's called Stellantis. So imagine that company has 15,000 white-collar employees in the Detroit metro area, plus their factory blue-collar employees, and nationally, even more employees. So they are going to be using our Share Detroit platform to encourage their employees to give back and volunteer. So even here now, we're on at November 11th, between now and December 31st, they're trying to get every employee to donate at least four hours of community service time in 2022. And then in 2023, they will pay for up to 18 hours of service. So that's three days, if you think of a six-hour day anyway. But so we're really excited about that. And Stellantis loves Share Detroit. Why? Because we're providing on a silver platter 320 different ways for, for employees or staff or team members to give back. So that's another kind of solid, firm relationship we've built. We have another one with an advertising agency. I can't name their name, but they do a lot of big work. And they also are really excited to support us. So we're getting traction with the corporate. And then we do have corporate funders and, and philanthropy individuals who are helping us specifically to Giving Tuesday to provide a matching gift to the nonprofits. So on the 29th, hopefully the community will be giving back in a strong way to all nonprofits, whether they're on Share Detroit or not. But Eventually, they'll be on Show Detroit, but especially to our 320. And then throughout the day, depending on the funding we receive, we're going to give out in $1,000 increments more money to these nonprofits. So I'm still actively seeking support in that way. And maybe some people listening here to your podcast might say, I'll give $1,000 to give back in a kind of a random way to to support the nonprofits. So I'm, that's my role is just hustling to find that funding. We're at about $10,000 now. I'm hopeful we'll get to about sixteen to 20000 but I could, I could obviously use the help. And every dollar we get, get in for this goes back to the nonprofits. Charity Detroit's not taking any cut or we, we're, it's a pass-through and it's an incentive for nonprofits to participate and promote Giving Tuesday. Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Carly, I'm coming to you now. I always think of Carly as the queen of communication and all things social media at Share Detroit. She works with all the charities that are posting, bringing new information onto the website as well as their own sites. And she's very helpful to supporters like myself who want to help and help build Share Detroit to be a bigger and more successful entity within the city. Carly, why don't you give the audience a little bit of a flavor? of how you're working with some of these charities that are coming through your workshop, coming through or asking questions to get the tokens, get the setup to 
be able to receive the donations from the donors that your team is going to give out on Giving Tuesday. Can you give us, give our audience a little flavor of that, please? Yeah, absolutely. It was really important for us in planning this that it could be accessible to nonprofits that are big and small, but also it can be for nonprofits that have an existing campaign already for Giving Tuesday or those that aren't sure what they want to do for Giving Tuesday. So this provides them with something to help promote and drive traffic to their site and drive awareness to their organization. This year, Share Detroit, like Jeanette said, is working really hard to get the word out about Giving Tuesday Detroit. We are working with the nonprofits to just direct communication to that cause, raising awareness in the community to give back on November 29th. And so, as the nonprofit, if you choose to promote Giving Tuesday Detroit in your email communications, on your website, or on your social media, you can submit a quick form, and that gives you a ticket. And every ticket goes into our drawing for the matching funds that we'll be giving out on Giving Tuesday. So, last year, we did them in $1,000 increments. So, throughout the day on November 29th, we will be drawing names from the nonprofits who helped promote Giving Tuesday Detroit and award them with $1,000 gifts. Great. Thank you very much. And also, I know you have this virtual workshop that you provided, and I know there's some charities that are coming on strong. Can you give a, our audience a little bit of a flavor of some of the charities that you can think about that are getting ramped up, ready to really promote this thing, promote Giving Tuesday? Oh, yeah. We have so many nonprofits. One that comes to mind is Mothering Justice. I met with them yesterday. They had recently rejoined the platform, so they missed our knowledge exchange and the webinar on Giving Tuesday. So I told her a little bit about what we were doing. And within the hour, she emailed me and she was like, check out our website and check out our social media. And Within the hour, she had the banner posted to their homepage and social media posts out already promoting Giving Tuesday. And what's really cool is a lot of organizations are really making the graphics their own is, instead of just, we have the ready-to-go print, print-ready files, but then we also have ones that you can customize with your logo. But it's been really cool to see the nonprofits that add their own graphics and their own colors to really make their Giving Tuesday information really personal to their nonprofit. That's great. As we get closer to actually the November 29th date, what message would you like for our audience that either is a small charity or has access or is involved in a small charity, if they want to help promote or get more involved or get the community, get the charity that means most of them involved, what should they do? That's a really great question. Um, I would direct all people always to sharedetroit.org. What's really cool about our website is, touched on it earlier, but you can filter by causes, locations, what's passionate to you, so you can really narrow down the perfect nonprofit to give back with. And it's not just giving back in the traditional dollar ways, which, yes, that's great. And that is what we are encouraging on Giving Tuesday. 
But we wanted to make giving accessible for everyone. We have Amazon wish lists where you can purchase items that ship directly to the nonprofit that the nonprofits themselves pick out. So you know that they're items that they actually need. We have volunteer opportunities that are both hands-on and skills-based and, and as well as community events. I would say to start there, find a nonprofit at that resonates with you and then find a way to give back to that organization in a way that makes sense for you and build that relationship from there because there's a ton of small grassroots organizations out there that need community support that created their profile on Share Detroit to help get some visibility and driving traffic to sharedetroit.org on Giving Tuesday. We're hoping that a lot of those nonprofits get the visibility that they deserve in the community. Hey, I just want to say, if there are nonprofits listening to your podcast who are not on Sure Detroit, currently, there's still time to join before Giving Tuesday. And the way to... Carly directed them to the website, but I'm going to just be a little more specific. If they scroll down to the footer on every page, on the left-hand side, it, there's a question, are you a nonprofit? And it says, log in or apply. So... If they're not on Share Detroit yet, they click the apply button, create their own password and email address, log in, and start building out their page. And again, Carly is great at onboarding people and answering questions, but the website is pretty intuitive and it should be easy enough for people to start loading their information to join Share Detroit. Still three, just about three weeks to go. Don't be shy, right? Join us. We would love to have you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we will provide the website, of course, website link, the information for anyone to contact you guys individually, your email addresses and so forth. But I'm also thinking about donors, donors that you would like to grow the pot, whether they be $1,000, $3,000, if someone listens to this podcast and wants to be a donor, how should they go about participating or who should they contact for that? They can contact you because they probably all know you yes. and you will connect them to me or they can just reach out to me directly or easier. They can go to sharedetroit.org and find our profile page and donate through PayPal directly to sharedetroit.org. So whatever makes sense to them is the way we want to do it. So I'm happy to talk to people, explain a little further. They can mail a check. I can give them that information directly. But if they just are so inspired to just make a donation, they can also go to sharedetroit.org and find our Share Detroit page and donate that way too. And of course, talk to you, Roger. And I know you'll put in a good word for us. Absolutely, I would. Hopefully I get that opportunity. I thought I'd allow you a little bit of time. I know you have a great team that you both work with to do the work, to help charities of all sizes, small, medium, large. Can you talk a little bit about your team? The, you can mention individuals or just talk about the team in general, but the effort it takes to set up an event like the knowledge exchange or even a event like the ball game you did this past summer. They're working hard. I see it. You have a great team, but just expound on their help and assistance to grow Share Detroit, please. And I can speak from my perspective. Our team is really great because 
it's a blend of different people with different skill sets that all match up really well. Without Pam, we would not have our CRM and our database that we have, which is the heart of our organization. Like, it's amazing. And Karen handles all of our volunteer opportunities, and that includes with the nonprofits, with the companies Jeanette mentioned earlier, and organizing the alternative spring break. That was all Karen. And then, so they take on a lot with the team, and it's really great to have them to lean on. As you can probably tell, we're a really small team. You're really lean and mean, but lean and nice. And um, there's just four of us. We have a little bit of help from a few other people. But right now, Carly's the only full-time staff member we have. So we're using our funds as judiciously as we can. And Roger, like you alluded to, we had our first public event last summer. We just called it the kickoff to our summer share event. And our tagline is, need doesn't get a vacation. So the idea is June, July, August, kids are out of school people get vacation time to remember that need doesn't get a vacation. And it's a great time of year to volunteer and give back as a family, as a group within a company, like a staff team. Um, so we had a kickoff event at Jimmy John's baseball field and every ticket sold. $10 went back to the nonprofit. So again, as a community member, you come and you want to have a good time at a baseball game you get to select the nonprofit that will get $10 from your tickets. So we're going to do that again. It's June 10th of 2023, and it'll kick off again. Need doesn't get a vacation summer. And then we kicked off our, we're calling them knowledge exchanges. So these smaller events are going to be focused on educating and providing knowledge and exchanging knowledge among the nonprofits. We're in a unique role now because we've brought together these nonprofits who may or may not have known each other before from really tiny one-woman operations to larger nonprofits like Forgotten Harvest. But we're going to quarterly, maybe every other month, have events that hopefully will be in person, COVID permitting, to talk about things, get ideas on fundraising, get ideas on the needs of each other, how one nonprofit can help another nonprofit, those sorts of things. So those are our, the knowledge exchange events are more for nonprofits to come and interact and learn from key speakers, right? Best practices or corporate organizations who want to give back and talk about their, like DTE did with the Wayne State University students, why it's important that they give and so that they can meet some of these smaller group nonprofits that you can't see them. They're invisible, but they really are on the ground doing really important work. And event, someday we'll have a big gala and a big fundraising event like that. But I think we're a couple of years away from that. We're just really trying to stay lean and nice, but get the money to the nonprofits. That's our focus. Absolutely. I was happy and pleased that I could attend the uh, knowledge exchange luncheon that you had in Detroit. It was very informational, very educational. And I wanted to, if you could just touch on, I think it was the lady from Share Omaha who talked about growing the Share Good site or technology into other cities. We might have another podcast in the future to ex explore that more, but can you just briefly talk about that scope and what that's meant to Share Detroit and also how that whole organization is helping everyone that's involved grow, so to speak? Good. So 
So just very quickly, this idea of a sheer city, let's just keep it generic, came from a woman named Kelly in Charlotte, North Carolina. So she invented Share Charlotte and began gathering nonprofits together and doing what we know now as Share Detroit, what we know and love. So our Detroit angel investors, funders, um, somehow found Kelly in Charlotte and then a group of funders in Omaha, Nebraska, of all places, also somehow found Kelly. And together as a group, they decided that this was a really cool idea and every city should have be a share city. So rather than Googling, oh, I want to give back to literacy organizations or I want to give back to a local animal shelter, I got to Google and try to find it. People are going to think, oh, I'm going to go to Share Omaha. Oh, I'll go to Share Charlotte. Oh, I'll come to Share Detroit. And so we're hopeful. Right now we have seven cities, lots of cities available. Share Chicago, Share Indianapolis, Share Houston, you name it. Wherever people are listening, if they think this could be a good idea in their city or a region, Again, that you can connect them to me, Jeanette at sharedetroit.com. Sorry about the email, but .com is the email. But we will connect them with Marjorie Moss, who is the woman that right, you met right, right here. Right. And so she's the executive director of Share Good, the umbrella organization, and they own the website. So if people here are intrigued, you can Google shareolaha.org, sharecharlotte.org, sharedetroit.org. And you're going to see the same look and feel of the website, just different nonprofits because we're hyper-local, right? So yeah, we're, we would welcome a few more cities in 2023, or 10 more cities. That'd be great. I hope it happens. Carly, I want to come back with you a little bit just to talk about how our community of ages, probably from mid-20s to seniors, how they can help you in your effort to get more involvement whether it be volunteering, whether it be donations, whether it be, uh, I don't know, coming to events using the Amazon guest list site, whatever, what sort of help do you see as your biggest need in trying to grow the charities within the uh, Share Detroit website? And I said it really well earlier. We try and hard to make Share Detroit feel intuitive, not just for the nonprofits when they're creating their profiles, but to the community as well. So if you're not sure where you want to give or how you want to give, you just know you want to give back to the community. Or maybe you are a high school student that needs National Honor Society hours. You go to sharedetroit.org and you can filter based on what's important to you. If that's the location of the nonprofit, if it's who it serves, if it's autism in early childhood, you can find all of the nonprofits that fit those parameters and then explore what they do from their perspective. Every nonprofit is in charge of their own profile. It's really cool for the community to be able to get a glimpse into some of these organizations, like Jeanette said as well, that when you Google nonprofits in Metro Detroit, it's the same big few that come up. And what Share Detroit tries to do is create a level playing field where completely randomized. And another cool thing that I I meant to touch on earlier is that when you give your Share Detroit to an organization that you want to give to, 100% of your donation goes directly to that nonprofit. Share Detroit does not take off any fees through any transactions. 
And we actually offer the opportunity to tip the service fee that PayPal charges. We really pride ourselves in that transparency. With the holidays approaching, the biggest need for our nonprofits is funds. COVID was really tough on the nonprofits as a whole, big and small, across all sectors. There are a lot of financial hurdles that our nonprofits are facing. So I think donations are the best way to help alleviate that stress. But I totally understand that giving money, especially online through a new site, maybe that is something that you are a little, you have a little bit of trepidation about. But I think that we make it easy to give in whatever way makes sense for you. And another cool thing about Share to Trade is that we we showcase a lot of virtual opportunities, both volunteer opportunities and events. So if you want to give and you don't want to leave your house, we make that possible. And so it's a really cool way to find something that's the right fit for what you're looking for. And if it's not intuitive for you and it doesn't make sense, you can always reach out to me and I'll help guide you through it. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yeah both of you for coming on today, spending some time and help educate our community a little bit more. And hopefully we can get a few more donations, a few more calls, a few more participants for Giving Tuesday. And that would be terrific. So thank you so much for coming on and thank you for all you're doing. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Roger, for having us. We really appreciate that. And everybody give on November 29th. Thank you for listening to the Third Act Podcast. To find out more about who we are spotlighting, how to get involved, or find show notes on today's episode, go to wearethirdact.com.